कंप्लीट वर्क्स ऑफ स्वामी विवेकानंद ट्वेंटी सेकेंड सेशन ओम श्री गुरुभ्यो नम हरी ओम श्री गणेशा नम डाक्टर कृष्णमूर्ति शास्त्री दंबे पुनच कर्नाटक इंडिया ईच इज ग्रेट इन हिस ओन प्लेस अकॉर्डिंग टू दि सांख्या फिलॉसफी नेचर इज कॉम्पोस्ट ऑफ थ्री फोर्सेस कॉल्ड इन सैंस्क्रिट इन संस्कृत संस्कृत सत्व रजस एंड तमस नेचर थ्री फोर्सेस दीज एज मैनिफेस्टेड इन द फिजिकल वर्ल्ड आर व्हाट वी मे कॉल इक्विलिब्रियम एक्टिविटी एंड इनर्टनेस सत्व इक्विलिब्रियम एक्टिविटी रजस तमस इज इनर्टनेस Tamas is typified as darkness or inactivity. Rajas is activity expressed as attraction or repulsion, and Sattva is the equilibrium of the two. In every man, there are these three forces. Sometimes Tamas prevails. We become lazy. We cannot move. We are inactive, bound down by certain ideas or by mere dullness. at other times activity prevails and at still other times that calm balancing of both again in different men one of these forces is generally predominant the characteristic of one man is inactivity dullness and laziness that of another activity power manifestation of energy and in still another we find the sweetness calmness and gentleness which are due to the balancing of both action and inaction so in all creation in animals plants and men we find the more or less typical manifestation of all these different forces karma yoga has specially to deal with these three factors by teaching what they are and how to employ them it helps us to do our work better human society is a graded organization we all know about morality and we all know about duty but at the same time we find that in different countries the significance of morality varies greatly what is regarded as moral in one country may in another be considered perfectly immoral for instance in one country cousins may marry in another it is thought to be very immoral in one men may marry their sisters in law in another it is regarded as immoral in one country people may marry only once in another many times and so forth similarly in all other departments of morality we find the standard vary uh, varies the standard varies greatly yet we have the idea that there must be a universal standard of morality so it is the duty the idea of duty varies much among different nations in one country if a man does not do certain things people will say he has acted wrongly while if he does those very things in another country people will say that he did not act rightly and yet we know that there must be some universal idea of duty in the same way one class of society thinks that certain things are among its duty while another class thinks quite the opposite and would be horrified if it had to do those things two ways are left open to us the way of the ignorant who think that there is only one way to truth and 
that all the rest are wrong and the way of the wise who admit that according to our mental constitution or the different planes of existence in which we are duty and morality may vary the important thing is to know that there are gradations of duty and mora- of morality that the duty of one state of life in one set of circumstances will not and cannot be that of another to illustrate all great teachers have taught resist not evil that non resistance is the highest moral ideal we all know that if a certain number of us ex- attempted to put that maxim fully into practice the whole social fabric would fall to pieces the wicked would take possession of our properties and our lives and would do whatsoever or whatever they liked with us even if only one day of such non resistance were practiced it would lead to disaster yet intuitively in our heart of hearts we feel the truth of the teaching resist not evil this seems to us to be the highest ideal yet to teach this doctrine only would be equivalent to condemning a vast portion of the mankind not only so it would be making men feel that they were always doing wrong and cause in them scruples of conscience conscience in all their actions it would weaken them and that constant self disapproval would breed more vice than any other weakness would to the man who has begun to hate himself the gate to degeneration has already opened and the same is true of a nation our first duty is not to hate ourselves because to advance we must have faith in ourselves first and then in god he who has no faith in himself can never have faith in god therefore the only alternative remaining to us is to recognize that duty and morality vary under different circumstances not that the man who resists evil is doing what is always and in itself wrong but that in the different circumstances in which he is placed it may become even his duty to resist evil in reading the bhagavad gita many of you in western countries may have felt astonished at the second chapter wherein shri krishna calls arjuna a hypocrite and a coward because of his refusal to fight or offer resistance on account of his adversaries being his friends and relatives making the plea that non resistance was the highest ideal of love this is a great lesson for us all to learn that in all matters the two extremes are alike the extreme positive and extreme negative are always similar when the vibrations of light are too slow we do not see them nor do we see, see them when they are too rapid so with sound when very low in pitch we do not hear it when very high we do not hear it either of like nature is the difference between resistance and non resistance one man does not resist because he is weak lazy and cannot not because he will not the other man knows that he can strike an irresistible blow if he likes yet he not only does not strike but blesses his enemies the one who from weakness resists not commits a sin and as such cannot receive any benefit from the non resistance while the other would commit 
a sin by offering resistance buddha gave up his this uh, his throne and renounced his position that was true renunciation but there cannot be any question of renunciation in the case of a beggar who has nothing to renounce so we must always be careful about what we really mean when we speak of this non resistance and ideal love we must first take care to understand whether we have the power of resistance or not then having the power if we renounce it and do not resist we are doing a grand act of love but if we cannot resist and yet at the same time try to deceive ourselves into the belief that we are actuated by motives of the highest love we are doing the exact opposite arjuna became a coward at the sight of the mighty array against him his love made him forget his duty towards his country and king that is why shri krishna told him that he was a hypocrite a hypocrite though talkest like a wise man but though talks like a wise man but thy actions betray thee to be a coward therefore stand up and fight such is the central idea of karma yoga the karma yogi is the man who understands that the highest ideal is non resistance and who also knows that his uh, this non resistance is the highest manifestation of power in actual possession and also what is called the resisting of evil is but a step on the way towards the manifestation of this highest power namely non resistance before reaching this highest ideal man's duty is to resist evil let him work let him fight let him strike straight from the shoulder then only when he has gained the power to resist will non resistance be a virtue I once met a man in my country whom I had known before as a very stupid dull person who knew nothing and had not the desire to know anything and was living the life of a brute he asked me what he should do no god what he should do to no god how he was to get free can you tell a lie i asked him no he replied then you must learn to do so it is better to tell a lie than to be a brute or a log of wood you are inactive you have not certainly reached the highest state which is beyond all actions calm and serene you are too dull even to do something wicked that was an extreme case of course and i was joking with him but what i meant was that a man must be active in order to pass through activity to perfect calmness inactivity should be avoided by all means activity always means resistance resist all evils mental and physical and when you have succeeded in resisting then will calmness come it is very easy to say hate nobody resist not evil but we know that we know what we know what that kind of thing generally means in practice when the eyes of society are turned towards us we may make a show of non resistance but in our hearts it is canker all the time we feel the utter want of the calm of non resistance we feel that it would be better for us to resist it if you desire wealth and know at the same time that the whole world regards him who aims at wealth as a very wicked man you perhaps will not dare to plunge into the struggle for wealth yet your mind will be running day and night after money this is hypocrisy 
hypocrisy and while uh, will serve no purpose plunge into the world and then after a time when you have suffered and enjoyed all that is in it will renunciation come automatically what ramakrishna prams also told it should come naturally renunciation then will calmness come so fulfill your desire for power and everything else and after you you have fulfilled the desire will come the time when you will know that they are all very little things but until you have fulfilled this desire until you have passed through that activity it is impossible for you to come to the state of calmness serenity and self surrender these ideas of serenity and renunciation have been preached for thousands of years everybody has heard of them from childhood and yet we see very few in the world who have really reached that stage i do not know if i have seen 20 persons in my life who are really calm and non resisting and i have traveled over half the world so let us continue in the next session hari rama ओम तत्सत